0: (laughs) He
1: looks so happy.
0: He is really happy. He likes this. He's a weirdo. Hello,
2: folks, and welcome to this episode of Galactic Riftwood. Yeah. Um, Yeah, we got um, Seth here with his uh, fat cat and uh, Chris (laughs) and Linda and I. And uh, on this episode, we're going to be talking about Magic the Gathering and Linda's and I's descent into madness. So uh, stay tuned. We'll be right with you after the intro, if (laughs) if I have it queued up.
3: (laughs) Welcome, sentient beings from all known universes and beyond.
2: All right. Well, here we are. We're back. And we're going to be talking about Magic the Gathering. And uh, Linda and I have just recently, probably what within the last two, three weeks, gotten into that. <clears throat> um, we kind of got um, drawn into it by our friend Benito, who used to play a long time ago. And it's been, I think, 20 some, maybe longer years since he's played. But something prompted him to get re-interested in it. And um, so then he asked Lynn and I if we were interested. And uh, he got a co-worker friend of his who's interested, a guy named Ben. And uh, we decided to get together and try a little commander. So Lynn and I, we, we ran out and uh, we bought, well, this is the box for the card protectors because you can get, so, it's it's essentially a trading card game, right? So, you have it's a collectible cards. card game. Yeah. So, you get these cards, and I'll show one on the thing here. So, if you're not familiar with it, uh, that's what mm-hmm. a card looks like. Linda might have a better graphic than I do. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's, there's somebody that's this, uh, a this serious is what, collector. This is,
1: this is what Magic the Gathering is to me all these cards. <laughs>
4: Yeah, so well, I mean, you're not wrong. I've got I've got boxes of them. So.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Magic: The Gathering uh, started back in the late '90s. Uh, the first sets came out then. Just when I
4: got started with it,
0: yeah, and I got started. I think my sophomore year, uh, and then I dropped off for a couple of years. Re picked it up several years later. And have been semi solid on it since. So I've got, we, we just moved. You might see this new background behind me. That's because we moved. And I had to move all my cards. And there are so many <laughs> cards. There's so many cards I have.
2: Yeah. Well, and since they originally came out, there's what, like 30,000 possible cards now that I think some, somewhere in that neighborhood?
0: Probably. Uh,
2: yeah. And um, so uh, essentially you want to describe there's there's different categories of cards, right? There's character or creature cards. There's sorcery cards that cast spells, but they're they're sort of spells that don't last. You cast them, they do their thing and then they're gone. Uh, There's enchantments, which are similar types of spells, except those hang around. Uh, for the game, unless they're taken out by something else. Um, There's land cards and a land card. um, I think of it as uh, a a card that gives you energy for other things you want to do. So So, go ahead. Would you mind, Bill? Yeah, no, jump in. Yeah.
0: So every card you play is going to have a cost to it, a mana cost. And that will be uh, determined by the symbols in the top right corner. Uh, so you will have land cards that you tap to generate mana, and you use that mana to pay for your spells. Uh, there are five different colors: uh, blue, red, black, green, and white. Each uh, each kind of each uh, color has kind of a different flavor to the type of cards associated with it. And there are also multicolor cards that combine them into popular uh kind of effects and mechanics.
2: Yeah. So Linda's Linda's showing there on screen mm-hmm. there's different types of what would you call those? Uh they're just elements. Elements, yeah. I guess. Yeah.
0: So there's those, those are the flavors of mana.
2: Yep. yep. So there's blue uh, represented by the little water droplet there. Uh, the uh, star shaped thing at the top is white, even though it's got a yellow background. That's planes. Yep. And then there's the forest, which is the green with the tree. Um, fire, uh, which is the red one uh, near the bottom on the left. Um, kind of looks like a fireball that Torin might throw at something. Mm-hmm. And then there's black, which is represented by the skull on the bottom
0: right. Yeah. And so each one, if you would play a deck of only that color, would play uh, quite different. Black likes to kill and destroy creatures and use things from the graveyard, uh, kind of necromancy. Blue is what we would call a control-type deck. Where you're mm-hmm. going to be attacking your opponents sideways with flying creatures, but also uh, doing a lot of board manipulation by bouncing things and countering spells and generally being a pain in the ass to everyone who likes to play. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> white, I
2: could explain why my blue deck is my favorite.
0: Yeah, white <laughs> uh, tends to be... Life gain and uh, kind of protection, kind of like the goody-goody-flavored deck. Uh, Red is the deck for dealing direct damage, and they're usually faster cards that don't individually pack a lot of wallop, but they come out fast, and they come out in droves sometimes. Uh, Green, that's your deck for uh ramping for going and finding more land and putting it out and playing bigger creatures and mm-hmm. overwhelming your opponents Okay. and yeah
2: now so when we started with benito we started uh, we just went out they have a uh, starter kits you can buy and um starter kit basically comes with two decks which was perfect for linda and i because then we would each get a deck. And uh, those are 60-card decks and um, standard play. So you typically will play a standard deck against a single opponent. Uh, we didn't do that with Benito. We had four of us playing um, the 60-card decks. And the 60-card the standard decks, because they're designed for one-on-one, your card, when you pull out something to deal damage to something, is gonna deal damage to that specific opponent. Um, Whereas the game we're playing now called Commander is designed as a multiplayer game. And so you'll pull out cards that are specifically designed to impact all the other players at the table, not just your target player. So how the crap does that
4: work? Is all this useless now? Uh, Do I have to go buy all the cards?
0: Now, so uh, let me explain a bit. Uh, There's a bunch of different play styles or uh, Mm -hmm. uh, formats to Magic. Bill described Mm -hmm. two of them. One of them was standard. Uh, Standard specifically means you're using a 60-card deck, uh, and it has to be from the most recent block of sets. So that's kind of what standard means in the game. Yeah, it is generally more generally a one-on-one type of situation uh uh the other format commander also known as highlander or, or edh elder dragon something or other uh so that's a format that has gained in a lot of popularity over the last several years uh in which you have a hundred card deck What's different about this is that you it's a singleton deck so you can only have one of any non uh, any non-basic land card. So you've got a hundred cards, they're all different except for the lands. You also have a commander. Uh, this is a card that uh, does a lot of things for your deck. It has to be a legendary creature or say it can be used as a commander. And the mana colors that it has are the only colors you can have in your deck. So if you've got a commander who is red-green, the only cards you can have in your deck are red cards or green cards or the red-green combo. Also artifacts. Uh, so uh, and, and your commander is something that you can play at any time you have the mana to use it so it'll have a mechanic usually that binds your deck together and makes it work. So even though you've got a hundred cards and they're all different, you can still have a mechanic to your deck that uh, makes it a uniform thing. Also, uh, in standard games you have 20 life, in commander games you have 40 life because they tend to take a little bit longer to go. In okay. uh, in a standard game, you can have uh, four of a card in your deck, a play set, and you'll usually be looking to achieve some sort of specific thing really quick and get a combo off or get a necessary uh, board out so that you can win. In Commander, since uh, you can't really count on those combos just like hitting immediately. Uh, It's designed over more turns, so you've got more life to burn, and you don't have to worry about getting this exact thing you need in hand right away. You can just play the game, really, and see what you draw.
2: So, and what was kind of confusing to me was the idea of the the commander, because the commander has the mana cost to cast it, But that's different from the card's color identity, right?
0: Uh, The card's identity identity is made up of the mana that's used to cast it.
2: But also, if there's any other mana symbols on the card...
0: Yeah, you can include those.
2: Right. So if you've got... So let let me just pull out a card, for example, so I can show people what I'm talking about here if I can find a card that's has um, have got some mana on it.
0: I mean usually that's more obscure. Yeah.
2: I don't know. So so you can see up in the corner there, uh I won't yep. focus. Up in the top right,
0: green green.
2: Yep. So he's green green. Um and he doesn't have any other colors on the card. There, well, we can There see you've got one. Blended. Right. So yeah, that's a good shot. So that's uh that's a white. It's so that's got white mana cost. So two of any color plus a white color, white plane, yeah. right? Land. Yeah. Uh, and so... then are there any other um, color symbols on that card? No, no. Okay. So sometimes down in the text below, there might be some other colors down there. Yeah. Um, and tell you that you can do other stuff. So as long as there's other colors on the card, those could be in your deck, as I understand it.
0: I think so, yes. But I, I'm i not a judge. Uh, Mark could probably tell you better who we tried to get on the show. But unfortunately, <laughs> he's down with the Rona, so we wish him well. Right.
4: Yeah, um, sometimes so, you have other colors in the commentary. Do yeah. the focus thing. Yeah,
0: I can't focusing, see but... it
2: go down a little bit
0: anyway anyway yeah, there are some exceptions to the color rule but generally in commander your deck is limited to those cards of that color in uh, the top mana cost
4: focuses for like two minutes and then decides not to focus anymore <laughs> <laughs> computers
2: but, can't live with them can't live with but them. yeah yep. so
4: are you guys yeah. enjoying uh getting we started are so far
2: yeah, so, so the, the thing that makes it easy to get into this is that the company that produces this, Wizards of the Coast, the same company behind Dungeons & Dragons, they make uh, pre-configured, or pre-cons as the vernacular goes, um, decks of 100 cards. You've got a single commander in there. You've got... Uh, you've actually got three
0: different commanders in there.
2: Yeah, and then you've got um every other card in there is a unique card there's no no duplicate cards in there except for your lands of course um and so you can buy these pre-configured sets there's actually dungeons and dragons sets there's um uh, new sets like seth you just purchased uh streets of new capenna which is sort of a 1920s Uh, style um, of artwork on the cards Um, whereas the dungeons and dragons cards have dungeons and dragons creatures on them Um, Mm -hmm. there's uh, tribal cards so if you're particularly fond of vampires or werewolves or zombies you can build an entire deck around that specific creature type and take advantage of that creature type and, and spells and enchantments and um, uh, whatever to, to build your deck. Um, So anyway, getting into it is very easy because you can buy these pre-configured decks. They're ready to play. You can just sit down with other players and go. Now, if you're going to, you know, you probably wouldn't want to buy one of these decks and, and go to a serious competition because there's a lot of, players that will uh, build their own decks. And of course, Linda and I are nowhere near that yet because we're still trying to figure out the game. And there's a lot of strategy to it as to when you play cards and, and mm-hmm. you know, ways to uh, uh, increase the amount of mana you have faster, uh, mana ramp, I think they call it, mm-hmm. uh, so that you can increase the energy you have to cast uh, things that require more energy faster Um, and, um, uh, there's, uh, there's other cards that allow you to, uh, increase the power counters on a creature. So creatures have two counters on them, right? Uh, there's a number, a slash and another number.
0: Power and toughness. Power and
2: toughness. So the power is the, the, the force that you're going to attack with.
0: The damage that deals and toughness
2: right? And then the number, so you see it there on the bottom right of the card. So the power number is the first number. So that creature, uh, Sephiroth of the hidden ways, if you attack with that creature, it's going to do two damage to, uh, the player that you're attacking. And you always send your attacking creatures at your, uh, at a player of your choice. And then that player decides what they're going to defend with. So if, if, For example, Linda was attacking me with a creature um, that had a toughness of two. I could try to defend against that with Sephiroth of the Hidden Ways. And Sephiroth can defend, uh, has a toughness of three. So if Linda's attacking me with a two and I defend with a three, I'm going to defeat Linda's creature,
0: right? Yep. You will do. So the way that works. So she's attacking you with a two, two. You are defending with a two, three. Mm -hmm. Uh, you will deal two damage to her. She only has two toughness on that creature, so her creature will die. She's attacking you with a two-power creature, and you have three toughness on the creature you defend with, so you will have one toughness left, and that creature will live. Right. And And then at the end of the
2: turn, all all that toughness comes back, right? Yep. So it's only for that particular combat session that you lose points. So if your creature doesn't die that session... Yeah, it's still the win. end
0: of turn. So if she would deal one more damage to that creature, she would kill it. Right.
2: And so she could send, she could defend with two. She on could. A, one creature, right? To take it out if she wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, so um, so that's kind of cool. And um, so the nice thing is, uh, if you just want to get into the game, uh, we bought um, our original starter kit which had two decks in it and i think it was only like 10 bucks um and you got two 60 card decks and man you pop them open you can sit down and you can start playing and i'd encourage you you know go out to youtube and watch uh gameplay because they'll explain it um and you can pause it and back up and and kind of understand a little bit how it works better uh but for relatively cheap i mean 10 12 bucks maybe with tax you can get in and start playing I will um, add,
4: um, if you don't want to play one on one with somebody and you just want to check it out online, I do believe the online version is free to play. Yeah, uh, Magic like a standard the Gathering 000, Arena. Yeah, Magic Gathering Arena. You can get into it online as well to try it mm-hmm. out. Uh, it's always more fun with friends or family if you're playing with, but if you just kind of want to jump in and see how you like it, it comes with uh, pretty good looking graphics and, and things like that uh, playing online. So.
0: Yeah. yeah, and you can play it. You you can play it uh, for free decently. It is yeah. microtransaction-y, but you can still play it completely. Yeah, if you free, just want to
4: jump in, I mean, if you really want to get into it online, you can get. You know, you can actually pay for stuff, but uh, if you're going to spend money on it, go buy the physical sets. It's it's worth having.
0: Yeah, yeah. and uh, something to note about uh, the commander precons, at least. Uh, is that they are very they are nice and competitive out of the box like they are good sets in and of themselves. Uh, I have been a big fan of these ever since they first started releasing decks in this format because even uh, e- even if you just want to start a commander deck, you can buy one of those precons and have a ton of the standard cards that are really handy to have in a commander deck. And generally, you'll just get a lot of good cards with it. Like, you'll get quite a few epic rare cards, which are those red symbols you see towards the middle right. And they are they're usually the most powerful and sought-after cards. There will be a lot of rares, the gold and the silvers. Uh, you'll get a lot of value out of a precon commander deck. And usually, they, they will have a pretty good mechanic wrapped around it. They'll play well and they have good cards in it. That's, so. that's
4: pretty good to hear, because early on, uh, when I got into it, starter decks were kind of like you bought a bunch of them or, or had to go hunt for cards to kind of improve it, and some of them were garbage out of the box. So that's good to hear that that's mm-hmm. been improved upon.
0: Yeah, I I have, ever since they've been coming out, or at least recent... The first ones were kind of just to give people something to build around. Uh-huh. But these, the decks that have been coming out for years now are just solid on their own. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, they stand up... You, you will have some pre-cons that stand up fairly well to the monster things that Mark makes. Right. So they are... I, I legitimately just think if you want to play Commander with someone, go get a pre-con. As mm-hmm. you learn, you can, if you want account. to try out different styles, get a different pre-con. Uh, you'll learn the different mechanics you'll have a deck that you can take anywhere and play pretty well unless you're really high level play at the game store uh, but they're beginner friendly i like that
2: mm-hmm. well one kind of too because they have like they have like bundles com- uh commander deck bundles where you can get uh, three two um three, four, Uh, five deck bundles, um, where you can get the cost of a deck, a commander deck down to around $25 a deck, Mm -hmm. which is a pretty good deal, uh, for a hundred cards. And uh, you've got some, some legendary cards in there, legendary creatures and stuff. And so if you get this, let's say you get the commander decks, uh, the pre-cons that Linda and I have, um, then later on you decide, okay, well, I want to, you know, ramp this deck up a little bit, make mm-hmm. it a little more powerful. So, how do you go about doing that? Do you get online to find other cards, and how do you how do you go about finding a card that's that you want? Uh,
0: that well, you there's a find? bunch of different ways to find cards that you want. There's any number of different uh, dealers online. There's a fair number of different searchable wikis where you can uh, search for. The search by mechanics, search by color, search by name, search by mana cost. Uh, people have deck lists out there that you can reference. Mm. Uh, there's tons. This is a hobby that has had well over two decades of devoted fans. And there are a lot of different resources to uh, find out how to learn And find out what cards you're looking for, because there are a lot of cards uh, Uh, across dozens and dozens of sets. So, yeah, uh, like, I wish I had that at the top of my head to just throw out a bunch of links. uh, But maybe we could, that's something we can do in the description. Uh, Like, well, Go,
2: go, go ahead.
0: Yeah, I, te- I, I tend to be on the more casual side of Magic play. I don't like... I, I What I like to do is get packs and the 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 booster packs for the cards. Mm-hmm. So you don't know what you're getting, and then I like building things out of the stuff that I get because mm-hmm. I, fe- I just feel more creative with my decks that way. It's not real great mm-hmm. for high-level play, but it's fun for me. Now, have so- you ever
2: bought a single very expensive card no how about you chris because nope. <clears throat> some of those cards i was looking they so you can buy a single card i saw one single card was like sixty five thousand dollars
4: yeah <laughs> some of yeah. the super rare ones uh you know anywhere between twenty thousand and 60s plus thousand dollar cards um yeah it gets a little bit nuts and i i i mean everyone has a collector's kind of thing it's no different than the pokemon cards out there and Mm -hmm. and you know finding a charizard or something like that but it you know it uh it is what it is but you can get pretty nuts with it just like any other kind of collector game playing game so uh or card game so yeah i never never thought to do that though i i don't think i'd spend more than heck maybe five dollars on something if I really wanted it for some reason and it was just hard to find out of a pack.
0: Yeah. Right. Right.
4: Nothing's worth more than that.
0: So yeah, you if you play with uh, people down at the game store, you will encounter players who've made their deck out of entirely out of fifty to two hundred dollar cards. Yep. And that deck is worth a couple thousand dollars. Yep. Yeah. And you will not like playing against those people because they've it's basically you just research the most powerful deck you can find cost no object and you order those cards and you make your deck and you beat the people you play against. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, so we had a uh, That's what uh, sorry, go ahead Linda.
1: Uh, we had a couple of our friends went to um uh a Magic the Gathering uh, convention. Yeah, it was a regional convention in Indianapolis. And uh They ran into some... He said, for the most part, one of them was a beginner. And of course, Mark, he's like, competition ready. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But but, uh, uh, the beginner, so he said people were, you know, depending on... You sit down and you decide who you're playing with and what your skill set is. And then, like, a lot of them will say, well, I'm going to grab one of my easier decks then. Because you're fairly new. So, Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it sounds like it's something that people uh really learn a lot from each other when they play.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, but and you do. The- you'll you'll be playing someone and you'll they'll like play a card you've never seen before <laughs> and you'll just be like I know the deck I have that belongs in.
2: Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, well and and they said uh you know, they would sit down and you know, you sit down with a group of people you don't know at this convention to play and you all kind of talk about what kind of play you're looking for just kind of a casual have fun interactive kind of a thing right and so they, they sat down at this one table and that's the general discussion over like, yeah 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 that's what we want to do and uh there was one of the guys at the table that uh, pulled out a deck of cards to play and his uh his deck was built uh I don't know. It was a several thousand dollar deck or something like that. And had all these mythic rares in it. And, uh, uh, it was just devastating. And he said, uh, this guy just came out and he just blew us all away in like no time at all. And he, it was like he wasn't there for just fun. He should have mm-hmm. not been at that table. He should have gone to a more competitive table. But that's the way he played. He played everything like that to win. And eventually by, uh, they said, uh, you know, later that day, nobody wanted to play with this guy because he was Yeah, just, I wonder why. Yeah, he was just brutal. He would just, you know, he was he was out to win at all costs. And yeah, so uh, it wasn't about the fun of are- the
0: game. Yeah, there are, like, so this is a game where it can easily be made to be not fun to play based on what deck your opponents are playing because when you're, so one of my least favorite decks to play against is a heavy control deck, something that's got lots and lots of answers for anything you might do so counters anytime you want to cast a spell Mm -hmm. uh bouncing stuff to like never ever letting you do anything i i like that's a very frustrating and not fun deck style another really not fun style to play against is a land destroy deck which we saw we watched a video (laughs) on how to build one of those last night and those are just demoralizing for your opponent i think that What did they name the deck? How to lose your friends for under $12. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: So, yeah. And I, you know, I I see it as just a fun way to get together with friends and have a, you know, a fun game and kind of have some laughs and and, uh, some uh, stunning turns that you weren't expecting. Because I think, you know, uh, it, it is a card game. And to a certain extent, a lot of it's the luck of the draw, Right as to whether you get the right mana that you need in the right order mm-hmm. and you can get your creatures out quick enough. And, and, um, and sometimes the middle of the game, you, you know, you get to the middle of the game and <clears throat> you think, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, uh, I think this player is going to win. You know, they're, they're way ahead. They've got lots more health than I've got, you know, or than anybody else playing. And then all of a sudden, some card will come out and the entire game just spins on a dime. And suddenly that person's on the ropes and everybody else is looking good. So, uh, you know, I think that's fun. It makes it a kind of an exciting, uh, unpredictable game in a way. So,
0: Yeah. Um, and like risk, there's a, there's always diplomacy. Like right. Whispering in your opponent's ear or, or right. your, if you're in a multiplayer game, with like four yeah. people, there's always a lot of like board whispering of like, <laughs> oh, man, you know what his deck is going to do in a couple turns. Yeah, I think we've been up on him. Our friend Zach oh, calls that and politics. I'm, and he- I'm completely <laughs> harmless. My guys aren't going to do anything scary at all. Look at how small they all are. Sure, there's a hundred of them, but they can't actually kill you.
1: <laughs> yeah, we got I'll the alliances first. down pretty quick.
2: <laughs> yeah yeah Zach's uh, Zach's really into the whole politics of it that's uh I think he that's the be. part that sold him on the whole game. Uh-huh. He loves politics so uh, yeah he loves sitting at the table and trying to uh, trying to uh, work the psychology of it all to, So to I think, think there's
1: a a national convention and I oh, think yeah. it's going to be in Vegas next year, right May I want to say. Uh, yeah, and they're
2: planning to go. I know Zach and uh, Mark are planning to go to that, so. yeah,
1: so they have national conventions, and you can uh, go to those. You can even cosplay if you want to. Uh, your mm-hmm. favorite uh, character
0: <laughs> right. And there are right. a lot of characters. John mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, with thirty thousand cards possible. I, I, i'm gonna I'm gonna
4: verify that fact. How many? Let me look that
2: up.
0: So yeah, something. Be surprised if
4: it was just thirty thousand, but maybe maybe it's not that much.
0: Something that's changed since the beginning of Magic and the way it's kind of evolved is that now there is the there is a multiverse of which D and D is a part of in Magic. Of course,
4: multiverse. So there are around. In this, it actually makes uh, a lot
0: more sense because it lets them like every uh, every (laughs) block. Is, kind of, is a different style and different mm-hmm. uh, artwork. So they have the Innistrad set, which is set on the plane of Innistrad, and that's a horror-themed set. Mm-hmm. And they also have Kamigawa, which is a kind of Asian uh, samurai. Eastern-inspired set with uh, ninjas and samurai and stuff. And then they have the prime plane of Dominaria, where all the early stuff happened. So yeah, they're getting it, ready
2: to come out with some new Dominaria decks actually. Yeah, September. it's
0: less a it's less like a multiverse thing where uh you're looking at alternate versions of people and these are just like it's the Completely glue that kind worlds. of holds their conceit together.
1: So so Seth I have a question then. So if I want to create a deck of my own I can take cards from any one of those and Put them in a single deck.
0: So depending on the play style, in standard you can't do that because you have to use the most recent block. But uh, you can't. There's absolutely nothing stopping you from doing that with all the sets. It just won't be tournament or legal. Legal. But if 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 your friends are cool with you playing with uh, from any set, building a deck from any set, that's fine. So that's the kind of the. You can really break things like that because certain older cards are incompatible with newer cards, and that they will just blow the hell up. Uh, But yeah, Yeah, you can do that. that.
1: That's hard to understand. Then, if you want to create, I, I would maybe eventually want to create my own deck, but it's it's hard to decide what cards are compatible with what, especially if they come from different.
0: So generally, in Commander, it is everything. There are a few cards that are banned, but I don't think you'll really come across any of those in uh, in searches or anything. Most It'll people wouldn't you. come
4: across it, yeah. Right. But
0: yeah, Commander, anything's game, except for the unsets. Have I what? told you guys about the unsets? No. So uh, they also have blocks of cards that are parody cards. So they, they are... Goofy, goofy rules, goofy art. Uh, oh, wow. It's kind of like a slapstick style of magic where an- literally anything can happen. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and they're just—it's a fun goofy thing, but they are rules-breaking cards that aren't legal to play ever with anything else. So, wow. that's the one exception. Wow. So I
2: found, according uh, to this, says there's uh, almost. Fifty thousand total unique English language magic cards. When Ooh. separately counting cards with unique printings, um, if you add in foil variants, there's almost eighty thousand.
4: Yeah, I figured it was a bunch. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, that's pretty amazing. So, plenty of stuff to choose from, and and the art on a lot of these cards is is really awesome. Amazing. I mean, they, yeah. It's pretty cool. And you can also find uh, play mats. Uh, Lynn and I picked up some play mats. Here's one of Linda's that you can put Sweet. down on a table and you probably can't hear me talking behind the mat. Um, put your cards. Yeah. So you use that, put that down on a table and uh, you know, because if you're going to a um, game store, you don't maybe know how clean the table is, but this keeps your cards clean and on a surface that you can control Here's a, here's a play mat I got.
0: Yep. And it also D&D makes stuff. you look just a little bit cooler than the people who didn't show up
2: at one. <laughs> right, right. The and, cool. uh, they've got all kinds of stuff. You can also get fancy boxes for your cards. Put your cards in. Um, and this these are designed to hold the commander cards. And it's got a couple of mm-hmm. handholds there, so they're easy to pull out theoretically uh but you can also uh go on the cheap i, I can't remember these were like maybe 15 bucks something like that you go
4: on the cheap and just get the old style boxes yeah and if you want to make it look cool you just do your own little drawings or oh something nice or like, nice like
0: whatever <laughs> or you can be like me and 3d print your own boxes
1: yes
2: uh brad so many options i know a guy
1: i know a guy
0: yeah, yeah.
2: Um, And uh, I I see some people that uh, have recommended uh, there's a um, a tool, uh, like a tool components like a box that Stanley makes that normally you can use to put in screws and bolts and nuts to carry around with you uh, for work. That's perfectly sized for Magic the Gathering cards. It's like a 10 10 box um, thing. You can put, you know, 10 hundred card commander decks in there. Oh, you should
0: send that link
2: out um, yeah i'll i'll put that and i'll and i'll also post the link um but yeah it's like uh you can get it for 20 bucks and Sweet. you can put yeah you can put uh, easily uh 10, 10 decks in there so yeah we'll post that in the comments and um, i'll send that out to everybody here so that uh you folks can check it out as well so All right. Well, I think that's it. I hope uh, if you guys uh, found this interesting, you'll get out there and give Magic the Gathering a try. Uh, If you buy a deck, you can also go to your local game store because a lot of them will have uh, game nights uh, during the week. I know um, our store here has the one that's closest to where Lynn and I live here in Omaha. Uh, They have uh, Magic the Gathering game nights on Tuesdays and Sundays. So you can go there. Just find a random group of people to start playing with. You just sit down and kind of talk about what your play style is, if you're new or whatever, and uh, they'll work with you and and start getting you up to speed on it. So that's a great way to kind of break into it and figure out what's going on. So check it out. Let us know if you like it and uh, what you think and if you're having fun playing it. Seth, did you have something you wanted to add?
4: I was going to say,
0: magic players are usually very happy to teach other people how to play magic.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: It's It's the way we spread the curse.
4: Yep. (laughs) <laughs> and and Chris, you're looking to get back into it now, maybe a little bit? Yeah, I may join you guys. I mean, I've, uh-huh. I'm no stranger to it, but it's been a while. I go a few years now and then. You uh, haven't played playing, Commander yet. Yeah, I haven't played Commander yet. So I that will be like my it. reintroduction back into right. Magic. So. I think you will like
0: Commander. I... It is my preferred style just because it's more casual and the decks
4: are less focused. And I'm, and and I'm all I'm all things. for more casual and less focused. So there yeah. You
2: go. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a fun interactive way I mean, to kind I of I can drink with and play at and the same time. Yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> all right. Sounds good. Well, we'll let you know how our uh, how our game went next time we uh, we get on. So uh all right, folks. Well, thanks for tuning in and uh look forward to hearing from you in the comments section. Let us know if you have any questions or uh any thing that uh, maybe we didn't mention that's uh, worth mentioning that that folks should know, or what your experience is like uh, playing Magic the Gathering. And on that note, I think we'll, uh, we'll go ahead and end it here. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Later. Uh, oh, there we go. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: We're still on.
2: <laughs> we are still on. Now, here we go.